What's up, guys? Brett Apley here for another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Fight Night Reyes versus Prochaska on Saturday, which should be a fun event. As always, make sure you're subscribed to the channel, like the video, comment below who your favorite DraftKings play of the week is. I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my fade of the week for UFC Fight Night, UFC Vegas 25, whatever you want to call it. Reyes first Prochaska, but there's not just my content here on the Mayo Media Network. We got the Dogger Pass podcast, we got Mad Labs, MMA main event breakdown, plus content for all these other sports as well, golf, NHL, soccer, you know the drill. Uh, without further ado, let's get started on my cash game play of the week, which is Marab Devalishvili at 9K. All right, we're working with Marab Devalishvili at 9K for my cash game play of the week. He is minus 260 as a favorite against Cody Stamen this weekend. Uh, look, Marab is one of the best DraftKings scorers in the sport. He is an absolutely elite volume wrestler. He averages 7.71 takedowns per 15 minutes at a 43% accuracy. So he's attempting more than 15 takedowns per fight, which is just an incredible metric. And in his victories, he's landed 5, 5, 12, 13, and two takedowns. And, you know, we know how well uh, grapplers score on DraftKings because not only do they get that the points for the takedowns they get control points significant strikes and non-significant strikes as well let me read you off the scores in in marab's victories he's put up 129 124 136 148 and 74 points at 9k i mean in cash games you're probably looking for 80 to 90 points obviously you want more but he has a very very safe floor in a win and just has tremendous tremendous upside and even in his two losses he's put up 99 and 73 points this guy is absolutely incredible i do think this fight is going to be a little bit tougher for him in the sense that he's not going to be able to take down and hold down stamen easily stamen's probably going to scramble back to his feet but Stamen uh, has been taken down by six of his eight opponents. And like, yeah, Marab is coming off a win against John Dodson in which he only la landed two takedowns. Dang, only two takedowns. He attempted 20, 20 takedowns. So he's going to go out there. He's going to try and wrestle at a high rate. He has elite cardio, never stops working. And in a victory, I expect at least a few takedowns from Marab, if not more. He could... This fight could be a boring decision, and Marab could land six, seven, eight takedowns in a win. He's going to uh, rack up a handful of significant strikes as well, some control time as well, non-significant strikes as well. And as a minus 260 favorite at 9K, I think you need to pay up for him in cash games. Um, the fighters at the very top of the board here are not as safe. Grappling is safe. So Marab, 9K is going to be my cash game play of the week. Moving on to my tournament play, I'm... I'm going to target the main event here. Prochaska versus Reyes is our main event. Prochaska is 8.3K. Reyes is 7.9K. Prochaska is the favorite at minus 135. Reyes plus 115. And I'm going to lean with Dominic Reyes here, which it's not a super confident lean by any stretch. This is a light heavyweight division. The fight is very likely to end inside the distance at minus 370. Reyes is coming out off a knockout loss. I think I think Prochaska has potential to knock him out once again on Saturday. So both fighters are very strong plays. I think you need exposure to this fight in tournaments, which is obvious. I like Reyes in this spot. I think he's a little bit undervalued. 
Um, because he's coming off two losses in a row. One was a close decision against John Jones, and the other was a knockout loss against the champion, the now champion, Jan Blachowicz. But when I look into Prochotska's game, he's a very skilled boxer offensively, crafty, technical, dangerous, long. He packs power. But he typically wins by knockout early in fights. And I really don't have confidence that he can beat Reyes over 25 minutes. Um, in that UFC debut for Petrotska, he was fighting Volkan Ozdemir. And he got hit clean a bunch of times in the first round. I really don't think his defensive skills are there. So it's a guy who's kind of all offense, no defense. And that can, you could can still win at a very high rate at the top level of the light heavyweight division with that kind of style. But I think Reyes is a bit more defensively sound and Reyes packs a bunch of power as well. And he has a kicking game, um, which I think can contend with Prochotska's boxing game. Reyes lands 4.53 significant strikes per minute. He's won by knockout in the UFC one, two, three times. Um, and I just feel like Prochotska, his best opportunities are going to come early. The longer the fight goes, the worst chance he's going to have to win by knockout. So at 7.9K, it's not a strong lean. I, I really like this fight as a whole from a DraftKings perspective. I think you should have a lot of exposure to it in tournaments. Minus 370 ends inside the distance. Reyes is going to be my preferred lean, plus 175. I like the savings discount. I think he's a bit undervalued. And he's going to be my tournament play of the week, maybe dependent a little bit on a knockout, but... Um, I think he's capable of it. I also think over 25 minutes, less likely to burn you if it does go to decision. Um, he's going to land enough significant strikes there as well. So great fight to target in tournaments. Dominic Reyes, 7.9K is my preferred play. Next up, we have a salary play, and I'm going to give you TJ Brown at 7.8K. Um, and this one's tough because Brown has fought in the UFC twice, and he's lost twice. And he didn't look particularly good in his most recent fight against Danny Chavez. He got beat up to his lead leg early, attempted a few takedowns and got stuffed, was taken down himself. But he is a very active fighter in the sense that when he wins, he lands a lot of strikes and he lands a lot of takedowns. And in his UFC debut, he landed seven takedowns before he got submitted in the second round by Jordan Griffin. That was really tough. And so people have been burned by him, myself included. And it's going to be hard to go back to the well this weekend against Kai Kamaka. Brown is a plus 130 underdog, but... Kamaka's coming off a loss himself in which he gave up five takedowns on seven attempts to Jonathan Pierce, which is not a very good metric. And he was actually finished by TKO on the ground in that second round. And TJ Brown is now training with James Krause at Glory Fitness, Glory MMA and Fitness, which is one of the best camps in the sport right now. And I think his head might be screwed on uh, straighter for this matchup. At least that's my hope. But the bottom line is... I like Brown at 7.8K because he has tremendous upside in a victory. If he wins, it's going to come from a lot of significant strikes, potentially a knockout, but more likely many takedowns. And when he gets on the mat, he's actually, I mean, he's a very good wrestler and grappler. Jordan Griffin is crafty and submitted him from the bottom, which, um, 
from the bottom and side control, which which rarely happens and is, is an obvious concern. But Kamaka just lost to a grappler and didn't look particularly good off his back. And I think Brown can replicate that to some degree. I'm not super confident in it, but at 7.8K at hopefully a low ownership, I'm certainly willing to take the chance on a fighter who projects to attempt takedowns at a fairly high pace and can score well in a victory. So TJ Brown, even though he's a risk, still has legitimate upside in a victory. I think he can beat Kamaka, plus 130 to win. Um, he's going to be my salary play of the week. Finally, moving on to my fade of the week. There's a couple obvious targets in the top range. I think I'm going to go with Poliana Botello at 8.9K. She is minus 255 to beat Luana Carolina. Carolina coming off a submission loss to Ariane Lipsky. I just don't think Botello's particularly good at anything. She has a decent kicking game, but she averages only three strikes per minute. Um, she's landed 67, 47, and 22 strikes in her fights that have gone the distance, which is not a high rate. Um, she has a knockout via body kick, but that's not really replicable. And then she has two losses on the mat. Uh, to Cynthia Calvillo and Jillian Robertson. Granted, they're both good grapplers. But anyways, Botello at 8.9K is, is going to need a big score in a range that's tough with Sean Strickland, Michaelitis, Devalishvili, Benitez, Sanders, Chikotse. There's a lot of fighters in this range who can score well. So I think Botello is going to need a big score to, to come anywhere close to the optimal lineup. And she just doesn't project to land that many strikes. I think Carolina... For what she lacks, I mean, she's got a couple extra inches of reach, and in her one decision, she landed 111 significant strikes. I think she has a pretty high pace and can be competitive with Botello on the feet, if not top her. And on the mat, I am a little bit concerned. I do think Botello could land takedowns here, but, you know, she has two, ta three takedowns in her UFC career. Not a ton of control to go behind it. I don't think she has a great submission grappling game. So there's just not enough for me to back her with any large investment at 8.9K. She's minus 255 to win, but only plus 365 to win inside the distance. That's not a strong number. So Poliana Botello at 8.9K, going to be my fade of the week. All right, guys, that does it for another UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for watching. DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Got the full uh, article up on the site already. Got all the projections, ownerships across the board, across all sites. Rankings, premium podcast is live as well. Everything you could possibly want. DailyFanMMA.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, at Apley, double T, double P. Uh, other than that, Thanks again. Best of luck in your contest this week, guys. Stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.